Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Pittsburgh Steelers head to Los Angeles this weekend. And for many reasons, beating the Rams is a must. But there is one reason. There's one pretty crucial, pretty big element to this where you look at it and you say for Mike Tomlin and for the Pittsburgh Steelers and how much faith you could have in them, this game means a ton. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. We're talking about a must win game for the Pittsburgh Steelers in week seven against the Los Angeles Rams, not because they need to go on a run, not because they need to reclaim the AFC North. I think all of that is very, very important. Obviously, it's very crucial to where the Pittsburgh Steelers are and where they're headed. If you're going to go on a run, it starts right now. You beat the LA Rams. You got a pretty good shot beating opponents like the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tennessee Titans, the Indianapolis Colts, all coming up on your schedule. I feel like at this point, the Steelers have everything they probably need to get the job done and kind of build a spark. I think the expectation is last year they used the bye week to head into meetings and groups and find an identity and come out of it better. And they did. And I think this year, I think maybe that was less significant during the bye week. I don't think that they spent as much time regrouping and finding a place where they could succeed. But it doesn't mean that the expectation isn't for them to kind of find that spark now that they're back and on the field. And a Mike Tomlin team, that's what they do. You get better as the season progresses. I mean, I love to use the analogy of golf as in, there's 18 holes and well, Mike Tomlin is always better at the back nine than he is the front nine and we're vastly or quickly approaching the back nine. But this is a key game for, I think a bigger reason when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. I was very critical of him earlier this season when the Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Houston Texans. And I think everybody was critical of him. And I think it was very important. I think it was very important to point out that Mike Tomlin was outcoached by D'Amico Ryans when the Steelers went to Houston, that the young defensive coach was far and beyond the superior coach in that matchup. He had his team more prepared. He had his team more motivated. He allowed his coaches to play better, and he had better coaches overall. And at this point in Mike Tomlin's career, whether or not he is 
I don't want to say fit for the job, but the best option to bring a team to the Super Bowl is definitely in question. And there are a lot of Steelers fans. I mean, my neighbor weeks ago, I'm taking the trash out and he tells me I can't I can't root for Mike Tomlin anymore. I can't do it. The guy just he lost me. He can't get it done anymore. I've heard that a million other times from people that I never thought I'd hear that from. And it's hit a point where, yeah, it is in question. And when you win, those questions fade and nobody cares. That's how the NFL works and that's how it should work. And that's why this week is so important. Because if the Steelers lose, if they go to Los Angeles and they don't pull out a win, everybody's going to be talking. And what they're going to talk about is Sean McVay is a today NFL coach. Mike Tomlin is a yesterday NFL coach. And Mike Tomlin, I still believe, can be a today NFL coach and succeed in today's NFL and have all the success that you want to have as an NFL coach and as the Pittsburgh Steelers as an organization. I believe all of that. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But I think that when you go to L.A., if Sean McVay proves, hey, man, I am just 10 times better at getting the job done in today's NFL than you are, it's going to open a lot of eyes and it's going to be very concerning. But there's more to it. There are two players, and I think everybody knows who I'm talking about here, that, man, just cannot have a good day against the Steelers. Otherwise, it's going to look terrible. Those two players are Akello Witherspoon and Kevin Dotson. Kevin Dotson is, I mean, seemingly found the success that the Pittsburgh Steelers hoped that he found. And I think, obviously, it's schematics. He fits better in the L.A. Rams offense. He's playing his more natural position at right guard instead of left guard. It's just, it fits him better. But at the same time, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't really have a scheme. They don't really have a an identity in all of his time in Pittsburgh, the Steelers, well, they just were kind of out there trying to figure out the offense. And the big question is, did they almost ruin a guy in Kevin Dotson because they just couldn't figure it out and they couldn't find their identity and they couldn't find their offensive game plan and they couldn't find what works best for them or their players and how many other players are they going to potentially risk the loss of? And how many other players would go out and have better and more successful careers elsewhere while they continue to do this, while they continue to struggle and not be able to find who they are as an offense and just, I don't know, sit around guessing and blaming players because that seemingly happens all the time in Pittsburgh. It is never the coach's fault. It is almost always the players' fault, and the players leave, and the fans turn on the players, and they immediately become guys that you got to get them out of here. You got to get them out. They they shouldn't have a starting job in the NFL, and then they go to another team like the LA Rams, and they prove they should have a starting job in the NFL, and they're doing just fine. I mean, Kendrick Green, Kendrick Green, that's as big and alarming as an example as it comes, and 
I mean, he didn't play terrible against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but in Pittsburgh, he looks like the worst player, the worst offensive lineman you could ever have in NFL history. That's how bad he looked. Didn't look terrible in Houston. Kevin Dotson looks really good in L.A. Akella Witherspoon is one of the best corners in the NFL right now, and the Pittsburgh Steelers ditched him because, well, probably a number of reasons, but the biggest one was he played bad with one hamstring for a half of football against the Philadelphia Eagles with one hamstring just coming back from an injury with a defense that, well, sucked, if we're being honest. But right now, he's got two interceptions. He's given up a career low, 33.3% of his passes for 131 yards on 10 completions, 30 targets. He's been targeted 30 times. He's given up 33% of his, of his targets. Guys are going after him. He's just not letting anybody catch the football. The Pittsburgh Steelers, meanwhile, searching high and low, wishing that they had an Akella Witherspoon, and they did have an Akella Witherspoon. But they gave up on him too early. And it just comes back full circle. Who makes those decisions? Mike Tomlin, Omar Khan, Art Rooney, the three guys in charge, the three guys that decide who's on this roster, what this roster does, and how the Pittsburgh Steelers play and what they play. And this is a very crucial week. I'm not going to say that, uh, you know, I'm not going to put judgment out there yet. I'm not going to say this is a week where Mike Tomlin will be proven once again that he's not a top 10, not not a top five head coach right now. And I don't want to say currently, I, I don't want to say all time. I think Mike Tomlin is up there. I think Mike Tomlin deserves all the praise that he gets. I think Mike Tomlin is a very unique head coach and one of the greatest of his generation. I want to make that all clear. But everybody hits that point where, a couple of factors step step in their way. And I think for Mike Tomlin, stubbornness is the biggest one. Inability to change is a bigger one. Living in your fears is the biggest one. And this is a crucial week. You go out and you beat the Rams, nobody's talking, nobody cares. You go out and you lose to the Rams and you watch Kevin Dotson and Akella Witherspoon have great games. Man, it's going to get loud real fast. Real, real fast. With a lot of fingers pointing everywhere and many of them pointing at Mike Tomlin. This is a huge week. This is a very, very, very big week for Mike Tomlin. And I don't think we've talked about it, but we probably should have. And I'm glad that we did now.